0: hello and welcome to real quick episode 36 today we have a patreon movie review a movie suggestion by ben Hansey, one of our great patreons thanks very much to him if you haven't checked out our patreon benefits before please feel free to hit the link in our bios uh look for the benefits look if there's anything that appeases you uh the discord is really really good we've got some great benefits on there at the moment and we have been active across all our socials uh, instagram twitter TikTok, and of course letterbox which george is updated as well so paul's and all that uh we appreciate all the support so far without further ado today we have a, a film review a blowout so brian de palma's blowout came out in 1981 um i haven't seen this i don't think any of us have watched this before I, this has been on my watch list for months and it was my this week so i definitely took the opportunity to choose this and it really really worked in my favor i know how george thinks of it. i don't know how tyler thinks of it yet but george we'll start with you
1: yeah i'm like initial, really happy spoiler free like yeah, spo- spoiler me. free i was gonna start by saying i'm really happy that like this was one of the perks that we decided to include in our yeah, Patreon definitely. because it's like yeah. blowout has been on my watch list forever apocalypto yeah, is on my watch list forever so like we're just checking off a lot of movies that like maybe i would never have gotten around to because of that so shout out to the patreon shout out to you guys for recommending these movies that you know all of us should watch uh i love the blowout I really did. I feel like it's becoming a a a, a saying of mine where I think uh, there's beauty and simplicity because this movie really was super tight, super small scale. It doesn't waste any minute of its hour and forty eight runtime. John Travolta, I think, is really solid as the lead. I think uh, what's his name, John Lithgow, was also uh, very solid in this movie. Uh, I, I liked its dark nature. I like that. You know, it it was presented in a very interesting way because John Travolta's character is you know the sound editor, and he kind of gets coerced or, or thrown into this. You uh, want me to run through the synopsis. Yeah, you can process. run through the synopsis if you want. Make so. It-
0: Jack Terry, uh, obviously played by John Travolta, is a master sound recordist who works on grade B horror movies. Late one evening, he is recording sounds for use in his movies when he hears something unexpected through his sound equipment and records it. Curiosity gets the better of him when the media uh, becomes involved and he begins to unravel pieces of a conspiracy as he struggles to survive against the shadowy enemies and expose the truth. He does not know who he can trust. George, carry on. Sorry.
1: Yeah, so he, exactly what you just said. It kind of unravels in a very psychological way, where you don't know, you know, who you can trust. You don't know where John Travolta is going to be going next. And I just think that provides a lot of tense yeah. moments, a lot of suspense throughout this movie that I really enjoyed. Um, I'm not crazy familiar with like Brian De Palma's filmography outside of like Psycho and Scarface have, and Carrie. Um, have
0: you seen um, Mission Impossible: Way? Uh,
1: wait which hold on i heard mission impossible one yes i did not know brian would do that
0: uh yeah he did have you seen carlito's way the one with no. the Alps, you know
1: great you did that. okay he also did it. uh the untouchables
0: which is the one with robert de niro playing al capone uh, kevin cosner sean connery
1: really good okay never saw that.
0: definitely get more you'd like a lot no
1: because the the, the reason i bring that up is because i did see a lot of uh a lot of reviews for blowout where they're saying you know Brian De Palma pulls out all of his tricks in his bag. Like this feels like he's he's bringing together a lot of elements of his previous films into Blowout. And like, I I can't speak on that because I'm just not crazy familiar with his filmography. But for what Blowout was, I really enjoyed it. It, it was really tight, hour and forty eight minutes of suspense and thrills that I really enjoyed. I love the psychological aspect of it, and I think John Travolta as our lead was maybe one of his best performances.
0: Yeah, I I probably would say it's his best from what I've seen. Anyway, Tyler,
1: what were your thoughts?
2: Yeah, so I would agree. It's probably the best I've seen of him. I think he is actually like a very, very, very good actor. Like, there's plenty of times I've seen him and stuff where I'm like, yeah, he's actually, because I feel like maybe it's just me. I feel like he's been like a little memed in his later years, like the past decade or so. Because of grease, like, it kind of ages a little goofy and like, in that, uh, which I love the show, like the American Crime Story, OJ Simpson, where he's playing that lawyer. He like had kind of a goofy role, so I think a lot of people started to not take John Travolta the most seriously. He did a his, lot
0: of like bad films, I think. Because, like, right, he, like, but this is like well. if
2: you if you're in that camp of thinking John Travolta is like campy and not great, watch this because I thought he was incredible. Um, which was equally rivaled by his, you know, counterpart. You could say in John Lithgow, who is just chilling, and I, I loved his performance. Um, basically, for me, this movie is like uh Kimmy from last year if it was done good like you know like where there's like you're you, it's it's basically like kind of like a guy is just doing his job and then overhears some crime and then from there gets kind of raveled into it because he heard it and he's like I can't just let this sit idly by I got to figure out what's going on here um yeah I really enjoyed this one it's uh my rating on it's gonna be between a 4.5 or a 5 I haven't gone through my spreadsheet to know exactly where it's gonna land It's very similar to Sound of Metal for me where it's like the whole movie I was watching, I was like, this is a 4.5 out of 5 movie. And then like the final scene or the final shot like just stuck with me and was so impactful that I was like, fuck, that might push it to a 5. I don't know. Um, So I'll figure out where exactly it lands, but love this movie. Um, Like George was saying, it's tight. It's like hour 45 or something. No time's really wasted even. It's a slow burn, yet no time's wasted. It doesn't drag, it doesn't feel like it's you know it doesn't feel like a slow burn while it is a true slow burn so that's always a positive um but yeah i thought the performances were all great the just the whole plot of him being a, someone who's recording sounds for horror movies like it's just such an interesting unique plot that just sends him down the spiral of conspiracies backstabbing never knowing what's going on or who to believe and it brings it all the way to the end which is which is just a i don't know that final scene just stuck sticks with me when he's you know watching the movie at the very end with the final edit which we'll i guess talk about when we get more spoilers but that just chilling and i, I really enjoyed it i think i'm going to definitely give it a rewatch at some point because i had a very good time with it
0: perfect yeah i'm saying um i've said it before but like it's quite rare that i give a five star first watch now this just i don't know man. it's one film just comes along this was it was kind of like made for me it's just fit my taste perfectly I, I i just loved it i'll probably watch it again this week it's like I think this would be a new film that I can just rewatch over and over again and become, I said on my review, it's just an instant favor of mine. Uh, I love the dark mystery. It, it, you know, it never lacks suspense or actually entertainment, you know, it is, it is, I don't want to use the term slow but like tyler said it is slow in in the best way where it's, it's there's always this on edge feeling um it's this meticulously meticulously crafted you know mystery which there's so much little detail the use of sound is just phenomenal i love it um also i don't know if you guys noticed. there's like 20 split diopter shots in the film as well they're just so good some of the shots in this are just amazing um and i think i said in my review it's like arguably a, a landmark in you know cinematic paranoia uh, political cynicism which obviously we'll go into there's a lot in terms of you know looking at the uh, the u.s government at the time especially there as well and just the use of sound i think on a technical level i can see people you know, not loving this but i think on a technical level in terms of the use sound in terms of the shoot the shots it just blew me away how, how good it was and i think i've noticed this from i i'm i think i've seen like seven brian de palmas so i'm not like He's Done a lot of films. I'm not crazy versus filmography at all, but from the films I have seen, he, he has this 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 feel of, of film, the way he gets his answers to, to, to reach out dialogue, uh, the way his films are shot, the split dark into shots, the, the the dark mystery, and I just think it was so much, so much fun, so much entertainment. Um, and it was yeah, a five out of five for me, which which is something that happens often. I think the last time I actually gave a five out of five on first watch was Tar, I think, um, which was January, something like that. I just loved it. I think it was it was amazing and it will definitely become a, a a a favorite of mine going uh going forward. Um Is there anything else anyone else wants to touch on before we go into like the spoilers? I don't know where we want to start with the spoilers. Just, uh,
2: just like I guess like uh, going on the technical stuff you were talking about, there's so many shots in this movie where there's just a long, lingering shot that was just you're just following one subject and there were so many instances where there's something going on in the background and just there's so many cool shots like that where you know, it's just slowly following one character and you kind of look in the background and you're like, oh, shit, okay. And, and like you were saying, just a masterclass in suspense It just builds to it. Um, I love the cinematography, love the sound editing. Uh, for 1981, just crazy technical aspects in this movie.
0: Did you guys like the opening scene as well with the horror movie, like the the shots of the guy with the, the the point of view in the yeah. open scene like i love how he's direct how he's doing the sound for these you know low tier horror films and he kind of utilises that way of sound so obviously what happens is i'll go into a little bit of you know, how we get into this mystery he is on he's he's on a bridge recording sound recording like the wind and stuff for his horror film um he sees a a car coming down the road the car kind of crashes or at least what he thinks is a a blowout a tire blowout Falls into the water, but he also when he's re-recording the sound, if we we see a guy, don't we, below the bridge who's underneath him. We see a guy with a camera there. Um, obviously, what happens after that is he goes on this whole mystery because he he re-list, re-listens to the kind of, the kind of the footage, um, and you know he's kind of listening to the footage and he's you know heard a, a gunfire or at least what sounds like gunfire throughout. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys is, what do you take from the ending? So before going into the rest of it, John Lithgow is obviously the main antagonist here. And the ending. Obviously, this is spoilers. So, if you do want to watch the film, don't listen. The ending. Obviously, we see John Lithgow. He basically is uh, captured. His. uh, Do we know the actress's name? I can't remember the actress's name.
2: I just had it up. Nancy Uh, Allen.
0: Interestingly, by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this. She was actually um, she was uh, Brian De Palma's girlfriend at the time when he hired her. Interesting. And he actually hired her in a couple of films as well. A lot of people don't like that because a lot of people don't like her performance. And I will say, uh, Nancy Allen. It wasn't the best performance I've ever seen. I it didn't pull
2: po- me. I never. I didn't hate it for being it. a A bad, lot of, people, so I, a lot yeah. of hate. I she thought it was just like worst.
1: overly dramatic, but I feel like that's just like the '80s in a nutshell.
2: I agree, and this
0: is why I thought
1: Tyler, you wouldn't like it because obviously you didn't like
0: uh, shelly Duvall's performance in The Shining. This is kind of what I would relate to in a way, where it's kind of the over-the-top performances. But yeah, John is the antagonist he captures her at the end, and then obviously the final shot of John Lithgow, who is obviously the killer. We see John Travolta uh, going and killing him himself. What did you guys take from that scene? The final shot. Yeah, the final shot. I thought
2: the okay. final shot wasn't the final shot. Him in the theater watching the. the oh, movie? sorry. The final. Yeah, I'm listening to the final shot before like, Oh, yeah. okay. Nathan this sounds like you have some like big yeah, takeaway from it so i'm kind of right? curious to way you're thinking. Well,
0: well i don't know man, what i was basically reading is it goes from political cynicism. so we see a lot of the cynicism throughout the film in terms of the government in terms of kind of corruption in a way uh because it's obviously all covered up and basically what i've seen at the end is it's kind of how i don't know if this is true or not it might be just a complete synopsis Is john travolta's actions at the end where he stabs john lifgow is kind of a um uh, a story, in a way, about how obviously the government wants to attract in this kind of hypocrisy, in a way, because he kills him at the end. Does that make sense? This is kind of what I've read online. But I think I also think that this film is one where it kind of you get in what you said, what it says on the tin, in a way. You're not really. I don't think there's really much that goes underneath the surface with this. What do you think?
1: Like, uh, like you don't like, think there's like any hidden detail here? You think everything? Is- I think
0: there is in terms of governmental factors, but I don't think I don't know if the ending means. I don't see that from the ending. I, I didn't pull anything the
2: deeper away from the, from the ending. I just thought it was a to me. I didn't like. And again, I didn't like. Sounds like you were like kind of like looking up some of viewers' reviews. I didn't do any just, research after this. I like to look this. Up, like
0: explained. Yeah, like that, for sure. And I, I didn't
2: get to that for this one, so I I don't know. For me, I just thought it was a very very well done thriller. I didn't really personally on first watch get like any deeper stuff. It makes sense what you're saying about like political cover ups. Is the whole thing is kind of them trying to cover up the whole initial blowout. Um, and all, all that unfolds from that and then by the end of it you know he's john lithgow the serial killer he's trying to kill him and you know that could be kind of what you're saying but yeah i don't know i didn't pull anything deeper from the ending i guess
0: interesting interesting george you feel the same because i'm probably retired in that regard
2: yeah i don't know i didn't i didn't think this movie
1: warranted like excessive research after it the way something like maybe a tar or an after did. like so. a bur-
0: like a burning did. Yeah, time. yeah,
1: exactly. Like burning, I was reading about after, but this movie, I don't know. I felt like everything was fairly straightforward. I don't think there was uh, a, a lot to uncover. I think there was a lot of detail throughout this movie that kind of builds up towards that ending. So everything that kind of culminates makes sense. It's not like I don't know. Someone, did... Yeah, go for sorry.
0: it. Someone did actually say that there's. A, if you notice, there's a lot of use of color in this film in terms of red, white, and blue. Yeah. And someone said that that could be a use in terms of De Palma, apparently uses in quite a lot of his films. I'll have to rewatch them in terms of blind patriotism and the use of that in terms of the corruption of the government at that time, which I think is quite interesting. I think mean, that's a really, really good feature. I didn't notice that on first viewing. But again, I feel like I feel like this might be a film I have to rewatch. I, I kind of just saw it as a straight. It shows you the corruption. If that makes sense, he yeah. Shows guess, you the out,
2: like this but... movie came out, of course, like during like Cold War times, so a, a time where people are very, you know, a lot of geopolitical tensions going on throughout the world that could lead to some, you know, blind patriotism because it's very much like, oh, if you're not with us, you're against us.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of how I saw it from it as well. But I think for me, the most impressive thing, like I said before, were were the, were the technical aspects. I think the story can. It was great, and the story definitely engaged me with the technical aspects in terms of the use of Sam uh, the use of kind of the blind paranoia we're seeing from John Thornton's character. And also, I don't know what you guys thought as well. I just didn't expect the ending to happen. I didn't expect it to go down that way. I think there were quite a few twists throughout that I didn't expect. Um, I, I, I think overall, the performances were, were really... Well, really good. Any thoughts you guys want to add? I'm not sure if there's anything I need to go over yeah. at all.
2: But... I thought it was crazy that, like, I get it, like, it's his job to record sounds for, like, horror movies, but using yeah. the scream of that chick is just a cracked move. And he's, like, was clearly really traumatized good. by it. So it's like, it why, was, why are you doing that, that, that to yourself? Weird, yeah. Because he, really, he, really
1: he found the perfect sound. He's addicted to his craft. doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. I don't know. That's like, kind I, of interesting. But she, that's I weird because, that, like, that, I, I don't know. I never got that from him. Like, I never got that from John Travolta that he was, like, obsessed with his job. Because, like, I feel like at the beginning when... When like the screams like because they were watching the movie back and then he's like yeah that's like the scream she gave me like it didn't seem like he was like going out of his way to make it like the perfect scream it just seemed like he was just doing his job And at the end he's like got the perfect scream boss and then it's just like he's just looking at it like a clockwork orange like terrified <laughs> crying and it's like bro why I, are you doing that yourself
0: i'm kind of the same i didn't i didn't see that he was so addicted to his craft almost that he would use that but then you do look back at the conversations when he first meets uh, i can't remember his name. what was the name in the film sally When he first meets sally he does explain that this has kind of been his life for a while he kind of was this is what he wanted to do for a while so maybe it is that i think that's an interesting way to look at it george it's like the addiction because he finally uses that scream
1: as, yeah. a, as a kind of as a way to show it is that what you got as well it was like oh. honestly I, I i said it a little not jokingly but i'm kind of with tyler here and even, even you and you said i don't like i never got the feeling that john travolta's character was necessarily like addicted to his craft like in the first scene this guy's like basically yelling at him like the scream sucks like you've been doing we've been working together for two years blah 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 like i need a scream and Fulton's like oh fuck fine all right i'll fucking get it for you um and at the end it's like a i don't know it just like came full circle where like he got his scream but it was just in the worst way possible and it's kind of fitting for his horror movie
0: yeah i mean it's probably. i just love the whole way it reconstructs like the whole the whole story through the sound and kind of seeing him uncover more details you know when you're yeah. seeing him working with the actual picture itself mm-hmm. seeing him change the details i think it just it's a perfect piece of of cinema ensuring what what can the use of sound and how far that can go and like tyler said especially for the time what did it come out uh 80, 81 yeah. 81. okay 81. especially for the time we didn't really see i can't think of any other film around that time that used sound that well in my opinion I don't know about you guys. I can't think of any other Not films that I can think of sound of. that well. There the will be some, obviously, but I think mm. it was kind of revolutionary. It did that and a lot of people recommended me also. What's apparently similar to the use of sound is *Dressed to Kill*. So that might be an idea for our, for one of them, which is also a Brian De Palma film, hmm. and it also has um, Nancy Allen as the main character as well, which is apparently interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, I think I think bro, I think she well, bro, she was in Carrie as well.
1: Was she really?
0: Yeah, she was. Uh, Christine, I think she was one of the like school people, in
2: like Carrie. Uh, he, he just loves it, loved his girlfriend. I well, guess, I don't know if there's. When, I, when I was
0: speaking to someone about it, they wait, said wait. that like a lot of people have issues with that because he used to hire her, obviously because he was with her. And a lot of people don't like her acting. But if you actually look for his filmography, she's probably in, like, around that period, like, 10 films. <laughs> and, like, main
1: main roles as well. <laughs> I don't really, that
0: doesn't really bother me, but I kind of get yeah. what you're
1: Yeah, I like. guess you just got to date the right person.
2: <laughs> One thing I appreciate about this movie's use of sound is nothing, like... Through like so, I watched this movie with headphones. There's so many scenes I would preemptively turn down because it'd be like he's trying to hear something. So he'd like turn up the gain on his mic. I was like, "There's about to be something so loud in my yeah. ears." So I like turned my volume way down. But I think like the the gunshot and the blowout part was like a loud kind of jump. But none of it like completely took me away. But I was like expecting fully to like hate parts of this movie where it's like he's turning up the gain. I was like, "Oh god, they're just gonna bang." We knew be like.
0: The noise kind of in uh, Sound of Metal, you know, at the end when it's things like, really yeah, low. yeah, like it's, and it's like a really loud, yeah, frequency. like there'd be a, not only a
2: loud thing would happen, but it'd be like his gains up so much that'd be like loud plus like distorted, and I'd be like, ah, oh god, but no, they did it well. They didn't make me want to throw my headphones off my head, so it was, it was
0: quite one. like it was bleak, but it was quite chill at the same time, wasn't it? It wasn't like an in your face kind of thriller where everything's just erratic all the time, it was kind right. of slowly, meticulous cal- uh, calculated until the end. Where he saw it, kind of all, all go goes to shit. But um, such so yeah. good
2: at building the suspense, like in the scene of like, uh, I, uh, when he you know just finishes with the with the prostitute, and then he's like following Nancy Allen and like walking behind her. He's like, oh no, don't look back at me. We can't give our position away. And then they like get him the subway, and that scene was just so slow and slow developing, like slow, slowly unfolding and developing. That I was like, damn, this is a really good suspense building right now.
0: Have you seen? You guys haven't seen Dexter, have you? No. Because John Lithgow plays the main villain in Season 4 of Dexter, which I think is one of the best scenes ever, or at least I've seen. And he is such a good actor, and this is like kind of the earlier years of him. But as an antagonist, I think he's so great. He was great in like this. I really, really yeah. like him in this. Uh, but yeah, overall, really enjoyed it. I give it a 5 out of 5. George, you gave it a 4.5. Yep. And Tyler, you're like, if you had to guess. It's probably going to
2: be like a 9.4 out of 10, 4.5 4, 4, so 4. Yeah, just under, just which under could go up on rewatch.
0: Yes, yeah, fair enough i think i think i'll be probably watching this multiple times i really really enjoyed it uh but as always obviously let me just get your name or ben hancy thanks for the recommendation we appreciate it um as we spoke about before we have many of the benefits like this on patreon where you can recommend us films as george said i love that people can do this because we're watching things which have been on my list for ages which i haven't pulled the trigger on and like like burning like apocalypse Are with you guys and like uh blow out so keep sending us in we really appreciate it check the benefits on our patreon Nearly a thousand ratings on Spotify. Hit us there. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're all being very, very active and trying to push out as much content as we can at the minute. Other than that, we hopefully you enjoyed this move, this review of Blowout, and we will speak to you all soon.